Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast today. Uh, today we radiate beauty, which is something I've wanted to bring to this this podcast. We radiate beauty today with Vilma Subel, my new friend. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for accepting me. (laughs) Of course. Um, Vilma and I have been circling each other for a little while now, so I'm finally glad to to have her on my couch to talk about beauty. I think it's wonderful. Thank you so much, much, Vilma. Good morning. I'm so happy to see you. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been talking about uh, all things beauty uh, just right up until we started recording today and I tell you Vilma your your story of bringing beauty out from within and touching it with the energy of beauty I think is wonderful and that's something that we all need to really embrace you know and I think we are embracing it whether we realize it or not um, people are asking for it more maybe not with the specific words Mm -hmm. but they're asking for it they are. And we're there to deliver it too. And so, in your you do, you are a salon owner. Yes, this I is am. Ziphium Salon. Ziphium is my new favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> it means iris, and I happen to have a daughter named Iris. And um, so, in your salon, you you do some unique things to make people welcome. And just tell us a bit about how um, you bring this energy and this like this inner inner life to what you do. Certainly. Um, first of all, it starts with intention. Yeah. And the intention when Ziphium was created was um, to have a space that was sacred, but a space for creatives like myself yeah. to collaborate, to design art on living canvases, but to also create a safe place for people to, um, you know, you know how sometimes vul- you can feel vulnerable when you're going into a new place. Um, you want a new look, you're feeling like, oh, you know, I just feel like I'm looking the same. I just feel like I have a change in my life. I want to feel beautiful. I'm always afraid to ask for beauty, but if I go to a place that someone will actually listen to me, so it's about listening. It's about teamwork with us and our guests. It's about, again, creating a safe place to be able to express your needs and so it, we're about delivering that. We're about creating an experience, not just about cutting hair and coloring hair. I feel like we're strong in that craft because right. we love art. Right. But our strength to be able to balance 
creating an experience and delivering, listening, paying attention. Right. And nurturing and balancing that with the craft of creating beautiful haircuts and color. And we also do skincare and facials. It's all about the individual. And what does this guest need at that moment? Oh, absolutely. We kind of feel vulnerable in a place like that. You know, you're at the mercy of someone who is trying to interpret your words and, oh my gosh, if I communicated effectively, um, am I being cared for? Um, And here I am leaning my head way back. You can see all my pores, all my wrinkles. And we feel like we get our hair all wet and pulled back. It's like, you're seeing me how I really am. And, And it's terrifying sometimes. It is terrifying, and that's where it's also our job to put ourselves into your shoes. Yeah. Or put ourselves into the chair that you're sitting in and understanding that everybody's coming in for a different reason. We are all emotional beings. We're all humans. So it's learning how to tap into that. Yeah. And go beyond Mm -hmm. what that external is telling us. Right. Because it's all about paying attention to body language Yeah, when you're talking to someone. But again, when we train our team, and some of our team already have that intuition, and they're very, it already comes from within, but it's making eye contact with someone and actually connecting. Yes. And just like you and I are sitting here and having a conversation, Mm -hmm. that's how it should start, a conversation. Yes. In discovery. And that's the whole thing. It's about just knowing that, hey, you know what? I'm here for you. Yeah. Let's talk this out a little bit. Let's look at pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, let's, Let's use some beauty narratives. Let's talk about what, what are you, what are you feeling? What do you, how do you want to feel when you leave? Right. So those are things that we like to tap into because when your hair is feeling or when your hair is cut and designed a way that is right on for you, how is that going to make you feel? Right. You know, do you feel empowered? Do you feel beautiful? Do you feel confident? So these are things that I want to hear from you. Is that what a beauty narrative is? Well, beauty narratives are, um, and we can talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. when we get into more of the practitioner with the embodiment practitioner. Um, but beauty narratives are basically um, words that um, are projecting or mm-hmm. bringing out what you want to see, what you want to feel. You know, what does beauty mean to you? Beauty to you could mean something mm-hmm. totally different than what it would mean to me. Right. 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 So right, right. there's so many, beauty can mean anything. So my job is to find out what does beauty mean for you? Yes. Yes. Because it, again, it's not about what I think. No, it's personal. I want and... you to walk out feeling beautiful in the way that that's important for you. Right. Right. And I love how you put it about this, getting in touch with the client, really listening and opening that, creating the eye contact and creating that space because, you know, people in your profession are are really akin to therapists and counselors. Right. right. We are. We are. But again, talking about space, Mm -hmm. when you said that, you know, your head is back and your hair is wet, As a hairdresser, as a barber, as a massage therapist even, but for us as hairdressers, we're always standing above you, and we are right within that crown chakra. Yes. Right? Yes. always Mm -hmm. working within that sacred space of the crown chakra, the um, third eye chakra, you know, the sixth 
and even the mm-hmm. throat chakra when you think about it. Absolutely. So it's all about voice. It's all about what we see. It's all about what we know, right, mm-hmm. with the chakras. So we're within that space. We are in it all within, whether it's an hour or two hours when we're with you, we're there connected in that way. Yeah, you're all up in there. I know we are. <laughs> we get in your head. <laughs> and so do you do anything to maybe prepare yourself or set that set that sacred space? Yes. Yeah. What, so what is your process there? For me personally, um, when I get in, I, I have a little studio space within the salon. Set, this, set the mood with the aroma, the lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we burn incense throughout the salon. Mm-hmm. We may even start off the morning with a little bit of burning Palo Santo mm-hmm. to clear and to bless the space. Um, but it's also putting intentions. Oh, yeah. So um, setting the intention of today, I'm about creating and helping and manifesting. I'm about a leader for my team, and I want to be open. And I always pray to my guides to yeah. to keep me open-minded too yeah um but it's all about the comfort of our guests Mm -hmm. um but if i can reel back a little bit it's about the comfort of my team first okay so my team needs to feel comfortable my team needs to feel safe in order to be able then to um share that experience with their guests right yeah so what do you create with them yeah well our our space has a lot of natural light. It's mm-hmm. important to work as an artist. We have um, we have our salon cleansed and blessed periodically. We have crystals throughout the salon. Some mm-hmm. are visible and some are not. Right. Some of them, um, and it's all about intentions for creating um, peaceful, loving energy throughout the salon mm-hmm. and protection. Right. Protection for myself, my team, and our guests that come in. Wonderful. And notice we call our clients guests because they're entering into our space, into our home. Mm -hmm. So we always want people to feel comfortable walking in. Yeah. And you have this wonderful sign in the salon. A few different signs. A few different signs. But one about welcoming. And I thought that was wonderful. Can you share that now? Yes. Um, You know, in this day and age, um, so many conversations out there about um, limiting individuals of right. feeling comfortable. So I was back home in Milwaukee about a year ago, and there was this beautiful canvas sign about welcoming all people, all sizes, all races, all cultures. Um, and at the end, it said, you are all safe here. Oh, I think and that's I thought, beautiful. You know, who wrote that for me? <laughs> you know, perfect. <laughs> I want that. So it's in there. And you're going to see that throughout the salon. We have little suggestive messages. Yeah, really? Yes. We have the desiderata in one of our nice. changing rooms. And it's all about encouraging people. Love it's it. all, you know, it's more, here's the thing. I'm about going beyond transforming the exterior. It's about really cultivating and inspiring that beauty from within and letting it radiate out. Mm-hmm. So whether it's words on a wall, how we interact with our guests, mm-hmm. um, what we offer mm-hmm. for just even beverages with you know fruit infused waters, um, organic coffees, organic teas, 
That's mm-hmm. that's what we try to do. So it's, it encompasses the whole mind, body, spirit. I love that. And not all salons do that. No, and maybe to a certain degree, but I feel like there's a paradigm shift happening. Tell me about that. Yes. I feel like more and more you're hearing more conversations about integrating the wellness and the beauty. You know, there's always been spas and um, doing massage and so on and so forth. Right. But what I'm starting to notice more are salons or individuals in our industry that are incorporating more of the um, practices of um, integrating wellness and taking it into having candles or having um, crystals, books Mm -hmm. that are free for anybody to just pick up and read while they're in their space. Right. Um, Educating themselves on practices of like massage or uh, yoga, um, different wellness practices with nourishment. Mm -hmm. So I'm meeting more people that are in my industry that are offering these from all over the country. Wonderful. So again, we are craftspeople, but we're also using our craft as a tool to help you Mm -hmm. feel a little more balanced too. It's not just about the exterior beauty. Right. And it's not just about the haircut, the style. Right. 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 So, um, meeting again with this paradigm shift, uh, we had the wonderful experience, a team member and I, we went to New York recently to, um, I met this beautiful woman. Her name is Nicole and Nicole, um, has truth, beauty and goodness in New York. Truth, beauty, and goodness. Is that the name of her salon? Yes, that's the name of her studio. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And Nicole has been in our industry for many years, and she uh, developed this embeautiment practitioner method. Embeautiment. We were talking about this earlier. So it's embodiment plus beauty. Right. Yeah, and so you took this training. Yes, so it's, it's basically integrating wellness and beauty. And there are mm-hmm. 19 practices, and the pillars are mind, body, and spirit. Love right? it. I know. And when I couldn't believe it, I'm like, oh, my God, there are people out there. We found our tribe. Right. Our tribe, we are out there. And, again, just having that confirmation that there are like-minded people that are trying to achieve the same thing just empowered us. Oh, absolutely. Even more. And you had mentioned that you were already doing a this. lot of it. Yeah. Right. But I feel like now that there's this method that's actually out there, um, and Nicole is this like a sacred ambassador getting out there and getting a message to my industry. And there were 13 of us in her first um, embeatment method training for the oh practitioners. We were from all over the country and just. I'm telling you, just so like-minded that we just bonded. In three days together, it was magical. That's amazing. So, well, in this blending of the wellness and and the beauty, were you feeling a bit isolated, perhaps, before you found this tribe? A little. Mm hmm A little, because I kept a lot to myself, and I was afraid um, how much should I expose, you know, because I recently became, um, a Reiki practitioner as well. And, um, I was a little self-conscious of how much do I bring this into my salon? Am I going to make people uncomfortable? Well, and you're in a 
an area of Kansas City that Mission Farms, mm-hmm. yeah, Leewood. it's in Leewood. Mm-hmm. It's a very high-priced neighborhood. It, I think that's what it appears, yeah, definitely to people. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of us are independent business owners there. Some of the businesses have come from the Midtown area. Oh. So you're starting to see a little shift happening there, too. There's a misconception yeah. sometimes being right. in Leewood that in Leewood. Mm-hmm. we're a little untouchable, if you will. And that's not the case, that's especially for the clients. Farms. Right. Wow. And, okay. and the more I slowly started integrating more of my practices with the crystals and mm-hmm. um, started like a friend said to me, coming out of the energy closet, um, <laughs> right? I, I love, love that. that term. And and Terry, you know who you are. And when you said that <laughs> Thank to you, me, Terry. I know. and when he said that to me, I'm like, oh my God, he's right. I just need to get out of the energy closet and yeah. people will accept me or they will not. Well, here, the joke was on me when I started discussing this with clients. Wilma, I know this about you already. You've been doing this as long as I've been coming to you for years. I already mm-hmm. know that you pray for me when you're massaging me. I already know this, even though I never verbally said anything to them. Right. So I'm like, really? And they're like, oh, yeah, we already knew that about you. How conf- how affirming is it that? It was. It right. is. It is. Every yeah. day there's a discovery. And every day our guests, my guests particularly, are coming to me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can we talk about... Um, what are your thoughts about crystals? What are your thoughts about seeing sequences of numbers? Mm. What are your thoughts about? And I'm like, well, thank you for asking me that. Let's talk about it. What are you feeling? Talk to me. So mm-hmm. our haircuts turn into a whole different wow. thing. But people are coming and asking. Yeah. So it's not, I don't really have to say, hey, what are you? what do you think about what's going on in the metaphysical world. I don't even need to bring that up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, because they probably sense that about you and then they are curious right. and, you know, it's like, as long as I see all these crystals and things out, let's talk about this. Yes. Right. Oh, and I think that's yes, wonderful. So there are a lot of conversations. Um, but again, it, it's creating that safe space mm-hmm. and more people are looking for it. I think so too. Think they so too. are. Um, but again, like I said earlier, when you and I were talking uh, people are asking about who can I go to um, to talk about maybe a little past life or who can I talk to. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm surrounded by wonderful individuals like yourself that we're, we're creating this great networking mm-hmm. and sharing information. So now the, I have guests that are coming in and asking me, who can I go and talk to? Who can I get a reading from? Who can I go get a massage from? You know, So now they feel like a little more in tune and opened to ask these questions. You know, I think 2019, from all indications I've been seeing, 2019 is the the year where things start really gelling and really falling into place. Mm -hmm. And I I think this is going to be wonderful for all of us because we're all just, so many people are getting woken up. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. And then we're able to, all right, here you've woken up. Let's, let's guide you through this process. You know, here are some things that you can do. Here are people you can talk to. Right. Right. And you know, in the last few years, we've had different incidences in our world, in our country that kind of just rattled us a little bit 
yeah. shook us a little bit. And that was part of the awakening. It was. It's been happening. The awakening's been happening. But I think these last couple of years really um, shook some of us to really like sit back a little bit uh-huh. and think about, okay, what is my purpose? Absolutely. I feel like we have to be shaken a little bit before we can right. realize that there's something more. We have more. to feel the pain. Exactly. In order to grow. We do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I acknowledge pain when we have it. Mm-hmm. You sometimes you're like, why am I going through this? Right. Yes. But I feel like that's part of our education. And um, life is school. Mm-hmm. Right? It life is. is school. And so every day I feel like I'm learning with my guests. Mm-hmm. And I have that ability. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I don't know where this information comes from. I totally being an energy I, I practitioner. It. Yeah, you just trust that the universe helps yes. embody that, and it just comes out right. Um, and like you were asking about other things that we do, I start my services with mm-hmm. intention, but I have decks of cards mm-hmm. now, and I let my guests who are comfortable grab a card. I ask them to put an intention out before I even start massaging because we do a scalp, neck, and shoulder massage oh, before wonderful. the haircut. Mm-hmm. But before I even start that, I invite them to choose a card mm-hmm. when they put an intention out. And it's right there in front of them the whole time they're getting their hair cut. They'll take pictures with their cell phones so they can have that as a reminder. Some of them sit with crystals while I'm massaging them. That's wonderful. So it's becoming more mainstream in our little nook of Leewood, if you will. <laughs> and. So you've been doing this, obviously, for a long time. I have. Right? And uh, when you... Did, did you ever do anything before you did, um, like, did hair and beauty? Uh, no. You know, and That's funny, all you wanted to do. You know what? I always knew I wanted to work with people. Yeah. And we won't... We don't have to get into it that much, but when I was young, when I was a kid out of high school, I was set to go to a private women's college, Um. And I knew that whatever I was going to study was going to be something that was going to, whether it was social work or community work, and there was something pulling at me. Mm-hmm. And I even at the young age of 18, there was a voice that said, that's not your path. That's not your path. And I was always into art. I've always loved nurturing people. And I thought, you know what? I love the artistry of makeup and hair. And I know that a lot of people are going to frown on this, but I'm going to take a risk. And I took a detour. You listened to that voice. I did, and I have no regrets. I've been no. in this industry almost 37 years. Oh, my gosh. No regrets because no. I have the ability to touch. I have the ability to connect. I have the ability to create. Yes. And I'm, I love what I do, and I still love what I do. And you have the ability. And I'm very lucky. You are very blessed and lucky, and you have the ability to help people transform. I do. And that's, again, it's all about kind of digging and helping them to discover. I just get to be a part of it. You get to be the guide on the side. I do. (laughs) I do. I'm a co-pilot at times. Yeah. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational, heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. 
First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. And so, yeah, what what I was um, wanting to ask is that, so you've been doing this for a long time. Did you always approach it with the energy work? I did. Unbeknownst to myself, I did. And Mm -hmm. then sometimes when I looked back, I thought, oh my gosh, I was doing that. I didn't realize it. When did it become conscious for you? It became conscious for me about, um, I would say, sometime in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, right before I opened Ziphium. And, um, and then not too long after I opened Ziphium, I went to my first energy session I attended as a, as a client. And when this energy practitioner was working on me, she backed off a little bit. And she said, you know what? You're supposed to be doing this. Wow, that's powerful. It was, but it kind of frightened me a little bit, too. Right, you didn't even fully know what it was. That was a whole new experience for me, so I, I didn't understand. And, um, and she said, you need to study. You need to find mentors. This is your path. This is what you need to do. This mm-hmm. is your calling. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. I'm still trying to, like, grasp what this means. Right. Um, So it took me a while. I did read. I did take her guidance, and I read. But it still wasn't resonating, and I think. And she did say, you are blocking it because of fear. You need to, like, start, like, breaking through that web. And she literally used the word web. And she said, break through that web because you're the only one holding yourself back. So different life experiences with losing loved ones mm-hmm. and having connections and quick interactions with strangers that already knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Right, those synchronicities. Mes- yes, I started getting messages. And then I, yeah. s- I slowly started blossoming. I slowly started letting that web out and breaking up and letting those petals start to open when I started feeling... Um, more confident with just even if I placed my hand on someone. Yeah. Because we all have this transfer of energy when we do that. We're all energy. We're all energy. Every single one of us are energy. Absolutely. And we do this so naturally, you know, with ourselves. Well, and with our, with people around us, it's like you're, you know, I see that you're upset or something. I might just reach out Mm -hmm. and touch you. Mm -hmm. Um, We do that with ourselves, you know, oh my God, I've got a headache Mm -hmm. or we put our hands in our head. We put our hands on our stomach. Mm -hmm. It's like we hear bad news. We put our hands on our heart. We do this with our children to rub backs and pat arms. We do this naturally, but to do it with intention is, is like another step. Right. And in this day and age too, now we have to be mindful Right, we do. And ask permission mm-hmm. because I am very nurturing. Mm-hmm. I am not a parent, but I've always had that. I've always wanted to protect people. Right. And that's just who I am. But again, I am that. Are you doing okay? I do yeah. place hands. 
And I try to be a little more mindful of that because it's also about respecting your space. Right. True. This is true. And when people come into Ziphium, they're all they're giving us permission because they know we're a hair salon. But I feel like some of my new narratives and some of my new conversations will also involve asking permission. I think that's lovely. And that's just something I'm training myself to do. But asking permission, is it okay if I place my hands on your shoulders to start your massage? Is it okay that, that, you know, that I'm right here with you? And they're just, I usually just get a nod with eyes closed, like, yeah, I'm ready kind of thing. That's empowering for the guest too. Well, I feel that it's easy to assume, especially in my industry, Mm-hmm. that you're in my chair, I have full reign. I'm going to just do what I want. Exactly. But anymore, I feel just respecting sacred space and asking. Yeah. Asking permission. I think that's, I think that's lovely. Because I, as I said earlier, sometimes when we're sitting in that chair, we're a little vulnerable. Right. And then by someone asking to, to share that space, right. it's like, I feel respected. I feel empowered. It's like, I can choose. And that's true. And that's, that's the permission. Sometimes I feel like I have to give permission. Like, you know what? I'm here for you. It's okay yeah. for you to stop me in midway. And I know there are a lot of people in my industry that just want to work and they're the artist and don't tell me what to do. I mean, yeah. that's just, sometimes you see it glorified on TV and I just never worked that way. And, you know, I do take it to heart if someone's not happy with their hair. Mm -hmm. But it's my job to create for you. It's my job to help discover. It's my job to make it a partnership with you. Yeah. So it's if we can just understand that it's a human connection and an energy, it's it's an exchange of energy that way. Yes. It takes it beyond. It just takes it further. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Right. Because you you are, like you said, getting all up in the chakras, the crown chakra. Mm-hmm. That's sacred. Mm-hmm. The throat chakra, even with the shoulders mm-hmm. and, you know, with the third eye chakra, we're all up in that. And, um, you know, people tell their stories. I You said earlier, people sometimes say, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Right. Because they feel that vulnerability, but they also feel that safeness. Right. So a lot of the conversations do tend to be a little more intimate, things that maybe they've never told family members. Um, and they know that that's safe because I will not repeat. And they have my honor with that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, if I shared something very confidential and something that maybe I carried for years, I wouldn't want someone spreading that around. Mm-hmm. And a long time ago, I had a guest in my chair that laughed at me because she was like, what? You don't gossip? And I'm like, not to that degree, no. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. And she was like, oh, my God, you're so boring. I'm like, okay. Okay. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw her again, <laughs> to be honest with you, because she was asking so many questions. I'm like, I'm not, that's not my, that's not why I'm here. Well, it but sounds like she's not an energetic match to you. Oh, she obviously wasn't. Right. I didn't want to talk about people that she knew. Yeah. But again, that's not why I'm, that's not what I do. And that's not why I'm there. No, it's not. Uh, I love that you create this safe space. You told, you were talking earlier about a story of a woman who came in and who found that safe space. And I tell you, 
I'm going to try not to bawl this time because I was like all teared up. I teared up too. Um, and uh, it was just another, I hear this a lot that people feel safe when they come into Ziphium. Mm-hmm. But this particular incident, um, I was in the middle of finishing up doing a haircut and my next guest showed up and she had been through a lot you know, with a family member not feeling well and mm-hmm. in the hospital for days and was uncertain of the How it's outcome. Been, yeah. And I think I would think she had a break and she was able to leave the hospital for a little bit and come in for her haircut because what I hear from clients and guests, they will cancel a doctor's appointment. They will cancel a dentist appointment, but they will not miss their hair appointment. <laughs> I can I'm swear guilty. to that. Yeah. Right. I can swear to that. Because it's more than just the haircut. It is. So when this guest walked in, um, just a beautiful, strong woman. Um, But the minute she walked through our threshold and we made eye contact, the tears and just, just stood there and just, she just let it all out. Yeah. And we knew what she was going through, but she was kind of embarrassed. She's like, oh my God, I don't know what just happened. Mm Well, I'm crying and I haven't cried a single moment when I was in the hospital with my loved one because I wanted to be the strong one. But something just told me that I could do that here and I just feel so safe. And she was apologizing. We're like, don't apologize. That just, we're glad to be here for you. Right. So to create that kind of space that people can walk in and just. They can drop yeah. their burdens for a mm-hmm. moment and they know that they're cared for. Mm-hmm. So that is, I mean, it's, it's beauty, but it's so it's much beyond more external. It really is. It is beyond. And if, if what a gift that we can give others that we can do that. You know, and we see, um, sometimes on, in social media, we'll see these projects where, People are giving free haircuts and showers and changes of clothes mm-hmm. to homeless people. Right. And you see the before and after. Mm-hmm. And then you see the confidence that comes the smile. Through. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and our team has done that as well. We've been um, honored to be able to uh, partner with other groups here and, and to do that and to be able, again, we're hungry for human touch. We are. And a lot of our homeless friends out there, a lot of people that are out there in our community, they don't get that kind of physical touch. Mm-mm. And the last few times we did it, I opted out of cutting hair. Mm-hmm. And I had just a little station with oils, essential oils. And I did scalp, neck, and shoulder massages. Wow. And there were some that were not comfortable with that, so we didn't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just put a little lotion on their hands. Yeah. But some of them just ate it up. They just sat there and they're like, oh my gosh. Right. You know, Cause they never get that. No, they get people reviling right. when they see them and just, uh, you know, shunning them and walking by and not even making eye contact. Mm-hmm. What a sacred gift. It is. And to be able to give that and share that energy with others, it was a huge gift, but right. And that's the thing with, even within beauty men, it's working with the community. It's working outside of our salon. Um, whether it's with animals, with humans, with animals, tell me about that. Oh, um, well, first of all, we're all animal lovers and you know, they have such beautiful spirits. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so, um, not too long ago in our, 
we've done dog washes. <laughs> I know. I was a little ambitious there. But we have. We've done a few dog washes and using all of our, like, um, Aveda products and all these wonderful shampoos and, you know. All dog safe, right? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. definitely. Yes. Yes. And, um, but anyway, doing that to kind of give back to the homeless because the homeless pets and oh, yeah. raising money that way and raising awareness. Um, but just little things like that, that we kind of weave in and out of like, what else, you know, what can we do to, to help or to have fun? But it's all about having fun too. And I yeah. don't want to not touch on that. Please do because, touch on it. Yeah. And that's another part of one of the practices with spirit. With embodied embodiment. That's part of the yes, practice is play. play. I love that. Play. Um, it's, it's nourishing everything. It's nourishing the ability to, to have that childlike play and to laugh. Um, and, and with no expected outcome. Right. Um, so whether it be the kind of music that we play or sometimes you'll see some of us dancing on the dance, not on the dance floor. I wish we had a dance floor. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. But uh, on the service floor, you know, yeah. and, and clients, they watch us interact. Yeah. And that's the kind of confirmation that I get from our guests here that I love your team. Everybody, you know, we're all human. Do we have our best days? Sometimes no, but they see how we interact. And sometimes we're dancing behind the shampoo bowls or, or, you know, or just hugging each other because we're a bunch of huggers and we're high-fiving, high-fiving everybody. And, awesome. and that's the thing. It's about play. And, um, we try to, integrate that throughout even when we're busy but it's having fun too you know i think that we can integrate play even if we're policemen and engineers right and, you know plumbers I know. why not i know it's so healthy and it makes us feel so good and raises our vibration so instantly so playing with our guests too yes. and, and, and joking around and and again it's not all business it's all it's not all like just close your eyes and meditate it's laughter that connects enjoy, us yes. and also helps us feel safe when Again, we can let go yeah. and laugh with people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And just having that compassion too. Right. And knowing when to step back a little bit mm -hmm. yeah. and maybe not talking during the service. Right. And so it's just knowing when to talk, when not to talk, give people their space. Let is that be. something that you train or is it something you just kind of gather intuitively? Um, train my team. Right. Or is that part of the training, like to, to become um, a, a stylist or a salon, uh, someone who works in a salon? Do you train to know like when to back off, when to? Um, I can't speak for all cultures mm -hmm. in salons, but we do. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I really um, try to um, encourage my team. You know, there are times when you just have to read your guests too. Mm-hmm. And let them be. Um, and a lot of times when I have a new guest, I'll let them know that I'm not, I don't really talk a lot in the beginning. Right. We'll consult. I want to discover. But when I'm creating, I kind of like to get into my little zone. Mm -hmm. And I ask them if that's okay. But if you want to talk, I'd love to talk to you and about different things. But if you're okay with it and comfortable with it, I would love for you just to relax, close your eyes, and let me work a little bit and mm -hmm. create for you. I love that. So it depends on the relationship that we have 
with each individual. And you can, when you're in tune and when you set that intention, yeah. it's it's easier to just read that. Right. Yeah. And just I go with so it. Too. Yeah. Go with the flow. You got to go with the flow. Go with that energy flow. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I so um, is there anything that we have not touched on, Vilma, that you think is really important for us to know about beauty and maybe how you approach that beauty and how you approach letting people get, be comfortable in your presence? Um, not to put it, you on the spot. No, 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 you're not. Uh, I think it's our consultations, mm-hmm. too. It's the beginning. It's the setting the tone. Um it's taking the time, like I said earlier in our conversation, taking the time to get to know you and, and, and like right now you're telling a story, Mm -hmm. you know, you love color, you love pops and we're into black. We really are. I like your splash of color. So these are things I'm going to step back and while you're talking to me, I'm also looking at you. Yeah. I'm also reading the story that you're telling me, like your cool glasses, you know, the way you have your hair with the texture and some bangs and playful and she mm-hmm. seems playful. These are all assumptions, right, that I'm looking at. Right. But then the more I get to talk to you, I can kind of feel out a little bit more of who you really are. And that's important for me as a designer to be able to create for you, Love specifically that. for you. Right. Because right. you're the trend in my chair at that moment. Oh, I love that. So there's so many trends, you know, with social media, we get to see all the beautiful shapes, lengths, color, but at the end of the day, what what do you want? And how do you want to feel? How do you want to walk out of here? So do you want straight hair, curly hair? It's about personality too. Mm -hmm. It is. And I always present it, what story are you telling right now? Because that's going to change in a few months. Oh, it is. Why don't we just focus on right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and your hair is going to change in a few months anyway, and it's time to tell a different right. story if you want to. Right. Right? I, I love that. So I, I feel like you're putting a lot of your intuition into it as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of intuition. And I think some of that comes with practice, too. Some, yeah. I have some young team members that I feel that are old souls, and they have that intuition. Yeah. You know, they're very connected. And I love that. I love that. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the industry. Um, I think it's about how you connect with people. Yeah, totally. It is because, you know, someone who's more confident is Mm -hmm. going to feel better connecting Mm -hmm. with people. And someone who's not, who might be more introverted might have a hard time with that. I can imagine. I think most hairdressers are not introverts. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) I think most artists, um, I mean, in our industry, especially because it's a people it's it's you're working with people all day long. You are. What a great job. I think so. Oh, absolutely. I now so. we've we've been talking about how um the stylist can tap into our beauty and help us find that. But so I was wondering if there was just anything that we could leave mm-hmm. our listeners with to how can we tap into our own inner beauty? How can we let that shine? Our own inner beauty. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Having more of these narratives. Yes. Right? What's our beauty narrative? And our loving kindness mm-hmm. and loving yourself first. Oh, that's so important. But again, people are like, "Well, how do I love myself?" You know, people ask that. We all tend the time. to beat up. We tend to beat ourselves up, and mm-hmm. that's where now you have to start giving your permission, yourself permission. Like, you know what? And back to our sweet Nicole that 
um, is the Truth Beauty and Wellness with Embeautiment Practitioner. Yeah, method. so Nicole, who devised the Embeautiment, right. and then her, sal her salon is in New York, and it's Truth, Beauty, Beauty and Goodness. And Goodness, love it. Yes. And um, she gave a great example of some narratives and loving kindness for yourself. There's a couple things in, that I now use, but it's even starting with rituals with yourself. Nice. Okay. Okay. And, you know, with practices that you do every day, just take it that next level. So a great example that we talked about was when you get out of the shower and you're putting body cream on mm -hmm. and you start maybe at your feet and you thank your beautiful toes and you thank your beautiful feet for carrying you through the day, walking, walking different paths throughout the day. Um, thank you, ankles. Thank you, like legs and knees for holding me up and walking again and keeping the rest of my body going throughout the day. Thank you, arms, for allowing me to create beauty throughout the day. You know, when she said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, amazing. You're speaking but my these language. these are things that yeah. we do every day when we get out of the shower, yes. but put some intention into it. Right. And the minute you start, it's amazing how our bodies react to those types of narratives. Right. And look at, you know, thank you, awesome wrist, you know, for holding that blow dryer, you know, whatever. Yes, absolutely. Um, but then it's also learning how to accept compliments and start Sorry. loving yourself that way and honoring yourself that way. Because I think sometimes myself, I was taught to be so modest that I would be like, oh, no, no, no. You know, my mom and parents, they always taught us to, to be very respectful, but to also be incredibly almost too modest at times. Self-effacing, yes. Right. Or if um, somebody says, oh, I love your pants. It's like, oh, I love yours too. Right. right. So you deflect it. Mm -hmm. um, and giving yourself permission to accept by even inside when you compliment my pants that, oh, those are beautiful black pants. Thank you. And inside maybe thinking to myself, yeah, it's true. You know, so say that it's true. And, and that's where you start loving yourself more. And whether they're all your little quirks, right. all your little mannerisms, honor them. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes us different. Instead of hiding and, sh you know, being shy and um, just loving who you are and accepting. And I like that unique little twist that happens in my hair sometimes it's that's what it is so I feel like I'm becoming more relaxed with just being who I am and letting things happen mm -hmm. and then that then starts that energy starts to kind of work towards other people exactly too and again it's giving per people permission to be who they are yeah so but it has to start here it, it has does. to start here and here because it's a mindset it is right. a mindset, and we can train our mindset. Right. We, we don't have to accept the mindset that we've inherited from our parents, from our teachers, from our community. Right. And there, a lot of them are good mindsets, mm -hmm. but then there are some things that sometimes we attach to that maybe just don't serve us anymore. Right. Absolutely. So try to shed what doesn't serve you any longer. Yeah. I think that's wonderful and a yeah. good way to seek beauty within. Right. And let it reflect outwards. Right. I love it. Vilma, thank you so much. Thank You've you. taught me so much. Oh, I really thank appreciate you so much. it. I really enjoyed this. Oh, wonderful. So much. I was a little nervous, everyone, but <laughs> this is great.
You made me feel comfortable. Thank oh, you. Oh, well, thank you, Vilma. My thank pleasure. you. And I hope everybody took away from this what I took away, which is that, you know, the energy of beauty is something that we can cultivate, we can appreciate within ourselves, we could share with others, and mm-hmm. to really appreciate that sacred space with the people who are giving us nurturing and care and I just thought that was what was beautiful and uh, anyway radiating beauty and catch you next time thank you thank you radiate wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual energetic and physical well-being To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.